Good morning and welcome to morning prayer on Monday the 24th of May. So we have just celebrated Pentecost and we are now continuing through this season. So um, quick look back to yesterday at church. We had the eight o'clock service, which is a BCP communion. Then there was a 10 o'clock service that was available on Zoom and YouTube, dial-in and in person. So if you missed it, you can still find it on YouTube. And um, I believe that Archdeacon Jonathan Goff was actually poorly yesterday, so he didn't come to St Mary's. So Martin was at Richmond, Paul, our curate, went to Downham and Mask, and everything carried on as normal. So Pentecost was celebrated, but not quite in the way we'd imagined it to be done. But I think it all went well. Coming up this week, there is morning prayer every morning. Um, so that's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. We'll be on YouTube. Uh, or you can join in in person if you wish to. And then back at the weekend, it's Scott and myself again. So I think that's it. I think there's a concert on at St Mary's on Wednesday. That's Richmond's subscription concert. You can get tickets online or you can also get them in person at the door if there's ones free. Have a look on their website. So I think that is it. So today is uh, the 24th of May when we are remembering John and Charles Wesley, who were evangelists, hymn writers, and died in 1791 and 1788, respectively. A quick look at the almanac tells us that they were both born in Epworth in Lincolnshire, in a rectory. They were sons of an Anglican clergyman and a Puritan mother. And um, Scott, help me out with Wesley. Were they the hymn writers? Well, they did write hymns, but much more importantly, mm. um, they started a new church. I think, like a lot of these things, they didn't intend to start a new church, but got frustrated with the slow pace of change, I think, and ended up creating That's what John. we know as the Methodist. So that's John Wesley, his open-air preaching, conservative education and poor liturgical revision, uh, organisation of local charities, societies, and provided a firm basis for Christian growth and mission in England. And Charles shared with his brother the building up of these Methodist societies, but he also hit thousands of hymns, it says here. Absolutely. Established a resource of lyrical piety. So it always strikes go. me as quite ironic that in the Anglican Church, some of our favourite hymns by the Wesleys. But we all shouldn't be a competition, should it? No. Super. So we, I was just saying that we celebrated Pentecost at Richmond and Downham and Mass. Not quite how we imagined we were going to do it, but equally well. It was a nice morning. Good. Well, Lord, open our lips. And our mouth shall proclaim your praise. The Lord is full of compassion and mercy. He is slow to anger and of great kindness. He will not accuse us, neither will he keep his anger forever. He has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor rewarded us according to our wickedness. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is his mercy upon those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he set out his sins from us. As a father has compassion on his children, so is the Lord merciful towards those who fear him. For he knows of what we are made. He remembers that we are but dust. 
Our days are but as grass, and we flourish as a flower of the field. For as soon as the wind goes over it, it is gone, and its place shall know it no more. But the merciful goodness of the Lord is from old and endures forever on those who fear him, and his righteousness on children's children, on those who keep his covenant and remember his commandments to do them. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. The night has passed and the day lies open before us. Let us pray with one heart and mind. As we rejoice in the gift of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. We have Psalm 123. Our eyes wait upon the Lord our God. To you I lift up my eyes, to you that are enthroned in the heavens. As the eyes of servants look to the hand of their master, or the eyes of a maid to the hand of her mistress, so our eyes wait upon the Lord our God until he have mercy upon us. Have mercy upon us, O Lord, have mercy upon us, for we have had more than enough of contempt. Our soul has had more than enough of the scorn of the arrogant and of the contempt of the proud. Our eyes wait upon the Lord our God. Sovereign God, enthroned in the heavens, look upon us with your eyes of mercy as we look on you with humility and love and fill our souls with your peace through Jesus Christ our Lord. Got Psalm 124, so we're working chronologically. Our help is in the name of the Lord. If the Lord himself had not been on our side, now may Israel say, If the Lord had not been on our side when enemies rose up against us, then would they have swallowed us alive when their anger burned against us. Then would the waters have out overwhelmed us and the torrent gone over our soul. Over our soul would have swept the raging waters. But blessed be the Lord, who has not given us over to be a prey for their teeth. Our soul has escaped as a bird from the snare of the fowler. The snare is broken and we are delivered. Our help is in the name of the Lord, who has made heaven and earth. Our help is in the name of the Lord. O God, maker of heaven and earth, you save us in the water of baptism and by the suffering of your son you set us free. Help us to put our trust in his victory and to know the salvation won for us by Jesus Christ our Lord. And Psalm 125. Glorious things are spoken of you, Zion, city of our God. Those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which cannot be moved but stands fast forever. As a hill stand about Jerusalem, so the Lord stands round about his people from this time forth forevermore. The scepter of wickedness shall not hold sway over the land allotted to the righteous, lest the righteous turn their hands to evil. Do good, O Lord, to those who are good and to those who are true of heart. Those who turn aside to crooked ways, the Lord shall take away with the evildoers. But let there be peace upon Israel. Glorious things are spoken of you, Zion, city of our God. God of power, 
You are strong to save, and you never fail those who trust in you. Keep us under your protection and spread abroad your reign of peace through Jesus Christ our Lord. Andrew, do you want to do Psalm 126? Psalm, the fourth Psalm. Hmm. No, just do it yourself. Okay. Okay, the Lord has indeed done great things for us. When the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, then were we like those who dream. Then was our mouth filled with laughter and our tongue with songs of joy. Then they said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has indeed done great things for us and therefore we rejoiced. Restore again our fortunes, O Lord, as the river beds of the desert. Those who sow in tears shall reap with songs of joy. Those who go out weeping, bearing the seed, will come back with shouts of joy, bearing their sheaves with them. The Lord has indeed done great things for us. Lord, as you send rain and flowers even to the wilderness, renew us by your Holy Spirit. Help us to sow good seed in time of adversity and to live to rejoice in your good harvest of all creation. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. Okay, having had a psalm about joy. Joy? That was joyful? <laughs> Just to uh, set the mood even further, uh, Job, uh, a great book. I don't remember, re I've read Job, but I don't remember reading Job as part of Morning Prayer, have we? Um... I don't remember that last year. I don't remember year. either. However, it might be on a three-year cycle. Joe, well, most things are possibly, um, well, a, one of the candidates for the oldest writings in the Bible. Uh, it may well have been borrowed from a different nation uh, and then rewritten in terms of Yahweh and put into our Bible. A very challenging message. Um, I remember when I was growing up, people saying, not to me, but as a comment about someone who was a bit miserable and sad, oh, you're a right Job's comforter. So Job had his friends who gave him obvious but bad advice. Um, Crack. The whole message of the whole thing. Well, well, we'll do it in installments. So to begin with, this is Job 1, which... Um, so we finished Deuteronomy. Yeah, we must have done, because Moses died, didn't he? Okay. Yeah, we finished Deuteronomy. Well, here we go. Okay. There was once a man in the land of Oz whose name was Job. That man was blameless and upright, one who feared God and turned away from evil. There were born to him seven sons and three daughters. He had 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, 500 yoke of oxen, 500 donkeys, and very many servants, so that this man was the greatest of all the people of the East. His sons used to go and hold feasts in one another's houses in turn, and they would send and invite their three sisters to eat and drink with them. And when the feast days had run their course, Job would send and sanctify them, and he would rise early in the morning and offer burnt offerings according to the number of them all. For Job said, it may be that my children have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. This is what Job always did. One day, the heavenly beings came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came among them. 
The Lord said to Satan, Where have you come from? Satan answered the Lord, From going to and fro on the earth, and from walking up and down on it. The Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job? There is no one like him on the earth, a blameless and upright man who fears God and turns away from evil. Then Satan answered the Lord, Does Job fear God for nothing? Have you not put a fence around him and his house and all that he has on every side? You have blessed the work of his hands, and his possessions have increased in the land. But stretch out your hand now, and touch all that he has, and he will curse you to your face. The Lord said to Satan, Very well. All that he has is in your power. Only do not stretch out your hand against him. So Satan went out from the presence of the Lord. One day, when his sons and daughters were eating and drinking wine in the eldest brother's house, a messenger came to Job and said, The oxen were plowing and the donkeys were feeding beside them, and the Sabaeans fell on them and carried them off and killed the servants with the edge of the sword. I alone have escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, another came and said, The fire of God fell from heaven and burned up the sheep and the servants and consumed them. I alone have escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, another came and said, The Chaldeans formed three columns, made a raid on the camels and carried them off and killed the servants with the edge of the sword. I alone have escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, another came and said, Your sons and daughters were eating and drinking wine in their eldest brother's house, and suddenly a great wind came across the desert, struck the four corners of the house, and it fell on the young people, and they are dead. I alone have escaped to tell you. Then Job arose, tore his robe, shaved his head and fell on the fell on the ground and worshipped. He said, Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked shall I return there. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In all this, Job did not sin or charge God with wrongdoing. So he didn't say why, why is this happening? He just accepted that it was, yeah? Mm. All the earth shout and sing for joy, for great in your midst is the Holy One. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and will not be afraid. For the Lord God is my strength and my song and has become my salvation. With joy you will draw water from the wells of salvation. On that day you will say, give thanks to the Lord, call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the nations. Proclaim that his name is exalted. Sing God's praises who has triumphed gloriously. Let this be known in all the world. Shout and sing for joy, you that dwell in Zion. The great in your midst is the Holy One of Israel. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. All the earth shout and sing for joy. For great in your midst is the Holy One.
Oh, I get Romans. I get Romans. Yay. Romans 1, 1 to 17. Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, set apart for the gospel of God, which he promised beforehand through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures, the gospel concerning his son, who was descended from David according to the flesh and was declared to be son of God with power according to the spirit of holiness by resurrection from the dead, Jesus Christ our Lord, through whom we have received grace and apostleship to bring about the obedience of faith among the Gentiles for the sake of his name, including yourselves who are called to belong to Jesus Christ. To all God's beloved in Rome who are called to be saints, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for all of you, because your faith is proclaimed throughout the world. For God, whom I serve with my spirit by announcing the gospel of his Son, is my witness that without ceasing I remember you always in my prayers, asking that by God's will I may somehow at last succeed in coming to you. For I am longing to see you so that I may share with you some spiritual gift to strengthen you, or rather so that we may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith, both yours and mine. I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that I have often intended to come to you, but thus far have been prevented, in order that I may reap some harvest among you as I have among the rest of the Gentiles. I am a debtor both to Greeks and to barbarians, both to the wise and to the foolish. Hence my eagerness to proclaim the gospel to you also who are in Rome. For I am not ashamed of the gospel. It is the power of God for salvation to everyone who has faith, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For in it the righteousness of God is revealed through faith for faith, as it is written, the one who is righteous will live by faith. Are we awake? Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And be not wise in your own sight. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and be not wise in your own sight. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and be not wise in your own sight. I will give you shepherds after my own heart, and will feed you with knowledge and understanding. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Saviour, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, God promised of old, to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all that hate us. To show mercy to our ancestors and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath God swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies. Free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of all their sins and the tender compassion of our God the dawn from on high shall break upon us 
to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. I will give you shepherds after my own heart, who will feed you with knowledge and understanding. Now I think I'm praying, but I think you think you're praying. Well. So which of us is praying? Oh, I don't mind. I feel as though I'm I'm owing some prayer, having fallen asleep one night. Well, no, I think I prayed on Friday night, and you prayed last night when I was very grumpy. So, um, are you praying? I'll do some short prayers. You'll do some short prayers? Yes. I'll try not to fall asleep, although the precedent has been set. So we <laughs> share some prayers on this Monday morning, and we pray for the week ahead. We give thanks for the work and sacrifice and service of generations to bring us to this day, for the work and service of those unseen overnight, for the support that we have and will have from emergency services, for those who are in need this day. We pray for businesses that may be opening up on a Monday morning for schools, for students returning to school. We pray for those who are starting their final week at school, those in year 11 and year 13. We pray that they have good, uh, good weeks, steady weeks, uh, not ones with any unhappy emotions, but ones which somehow um, have some sort of meaning and context as they prepare for a long summer break and what's next. We pray for the businesses in the town. We pray for our hospitals and GP surgeries, praying for those who awake this day, ill in body, mind or spirit. We pray for quick recoveries and the knowledge of your healing presence. We pray for those parts of our lives and those in other people's lives in which there is sadness. Those who are burdened with all sorts of worries. Those who suffer from mental illness. illness. Those in our world waking to parts of the world in which they live without safety or prosperity or justice or indeed much hope in this morning. We pray that peace, prosperity, justice, hope and love find their ways in all parts of your world. We pray for the peacemakers. We pray for those awakening this morning at the start of this week, burdened by grief, that they may be comforted. We give thanks for this morning, the message of Job. We give thanks for the Bible and for the Old Testament stories well known to us, pointing forward to our Saviour Jesus Christ, our Saviour who had everything as God and yet gave it up, lost 
it or lost his life in order to show love and to bring forgiveness. Help us in our own lives to point in that same direction as we go about our daily lives and our business today and this week. May we also point to Christ, point to hope, hope, point to salvation in the things that we do, in the words that we say, even in the way that we think. We pray that we may be mindful of God's love as God, as you are mindful of us. Strengthen us today and this week in prayer and in service and in love, inspired by your love to us. So our collect for today. God of mercy, who inspired John and Charles Wesley with zeal for your gospel, grant to all people boldness to proclaim your word and a heart ever to rejoice in singing your praises through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. So as our Saviour taught us, so we pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. Forever and ever. Forever and ever. Amen. <laughs> Version 2. <laughs> the Lord bless us and preserve us from all evil and keep us in eternal life. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God.